Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's so crazy that we are having a Lakers celebration Wednesday after a game like that. It's the second round of the playoffs that yeah. they won against the defending champs, and everybody feels pretty darn good about it. It's awesome. It is so unexpected. We were just talking about Rob Polinka um, putting the team together. He's coming up with Mason and Ireland at 115. Um, last night, Slee, yep. it's funny. I turned on the TV to watch it, and I saw like this sea of yellow, and just for a half a second I forgot that the game was on the road. And I'm like, wow, it's not like Laker fans to be all decked out in the same. I'm like, oh, no, no, they're they're in Golden State. It had, it had a feeling – like a finals game. And I don't know if it's just because it's Steph and LeBron. Some of that. that for for yeah, sure. Some of that. The defending champs against the you know one of the GOATs. Uh, it, it's There was something in the air for that mm. game that I have never seen outside of a championship game and sure as you know what I've never seen in a game one mm. of the second round of a four-round championship. This isn't even the penultimate round. It's the second round. It's the conference semis, and it felt like a heavyweight championship fight. It's a bad example because remember when the Lakers would be in the Western Conference Finals, and you knew and this is not the, the case because the Denver Nuggets are elite. elite. Sure. Let's put them to the side. But you remember when the Lakers would play Portland in the Western Conference Finals. Sacramento. And the win- the Sacramento Kings, the San Antonio Spurs. Sure. And the winner of that would go to the finals. And it's Orlando. Basically- <laughs> Indiana. Right? Philly. <laughs> Philly. Yep. Yeah. Uh, New Jersey at the time, the oh, Nets. Oh, boy. They got, right? they got smacked three years in a row. Something like that, right? <laughs> but you, you almost just kind of knew that whoever comes out of this series is probably going to win the NBA championship. Again, it's not apples to apples because – I don't think if the Lakers or the Warriors, whoever gets out of the series, it's a walk in the park against Denver. You and I wouldn't be surprised if Denver's representing the West. Sure. But it has that feel to it. That, And, and there is some to it. It's because the Golden State Warriors are the defending NBA champions that the Golden State Warriors have been the class of the NBA for the last 10 years. That LeBron James faced the Warriors four years in a row in the NBA Finals when he was a member of the Cleveland Cavaliers. That I think because of all those reasons, there is a lot the 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 brand of the Los Angeles Lakers and the NorCal versus SoCal, the brand of the Warriors. There's a lot that doesn't typically line up in a round two matchup, and it's and and it's uh, it's the the six and seven that are going at it. Where not that everyone would have been surprised that they're playing each other. But when those brackets came out, it's like, wow, they could face each other in the second round. So you and I are watching this. Uh, you know, I'm watching it as a fan. You're watching it as the host of the pre-half and post-game show. And there's the uh, the level of excitement that comes along with that. There's the level of excitement that it comes along with, with a player, right? And anybody that's ever competed in something or, or, or had a performance or whatever it is, it doesn't have to be athletics. You could go have to deliver a big presentation at work, a speech, whatever. Go play music, go sing, whatever it is. Yeah. That adrenaline that comes along with that going out there and you go and you, you kind of ride the adrenaline through it and it, it almost always helps. And then when you're done, there's like almost like a hangover that, that that entered that extra little buzz that comes along with those big moments helps you in the moment. But also there's there's a bit of a crash after something like that. So the crash that comes along with it. Anthony Davis played 44 minutes. LeBron James played 40 minutes. The Lakers did come into that game pretty darn fresh, yeah. considering they hadn't played since Friday. The Warriors were not particularly fresh. They'd been going every other day for the last week or so. They're going to continue to go every other day for the, the, the remainder of this series. The Lakers spent a lot of proverbial money to win that game last night. A lot of energy, a lot of emotional energy, a lot of emotional expenditure. I wonder if there isn't a little bit of that crash, a little bit of that hangover going into game two, both physical and mental. So I, I think the Lakers are in a, you know, they're in an interesting spot. You remember in game five, Lakers, Memphis, in Memphis, there was a stage of that game where the Lakers cut it all the way down to one. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis went out of the game. They tried to get him some rest. 
and instantly the Grizzlies went on a I know they closed out the quarter on an 18 to 2 run but I think the run was a lot bigger. AD was out for a large stretch of that. I remember after the game they were talking about game 6 and the question came to Darvin Ham um you know how how should you use Anthony Davis in those situations like listen we're in the playoffs I got to play him. I I don't know if there's a tomorrow coming. So the reason why I bring that up to you is because I don't think the Lakers are in a position where if AD plays 35 minutes, they're not winning the game, right? If Braun plays 35 minutes, there's a good chance they're probably not winning that game. And I'm talking about yesterday yep, specifically. I'm with you. So if you have to give, if AD has to play 44 minutes, it might cost them. In the next game, it might cost them a little bit. Yep. But I don't think there's another option. I don't think there's a way that you come through the series. Let's put it this way. If they end up losing the series against the Warriors, it can't be because you were resting Anthony Davis in key situations or trying to get him some pockets of rest. It, it, it's, it's a catch-22, right? The only way they win the series is by riding Anthony Davis. We, we saw it last night. Last night was a perfect example of – what they are and what they can do when he's at his best. I, I'm telling you, if he plays like that at least four times in any series, Lakers are going to win the whole thing. There, there's no answer for what he does. Mm. There, There is not. The same way that when Jokic is great, there's no answer. Or Giannis, that when they're at their peak, there's no stopping him. Anthony Davis had one of those moments last night. The problem is, every time you really ask him to be that guy – it feels like it's less likely to happen the game after that or the game after that. But the problem is if you don't if he doesn't do it, you're not going to win anyway. If you don't play him for if they if he plays 40 minutes last night, they probably lose that game. He was that important to what they do. You play him 44 minutes a night, he might be running on empty in the next game yeah. or he might be more likely to have one of those little nagging things that pop up with him occasionally pop up that they're in a really tricky spot. It's just bleep it play him as much as you can hope that he's the best version of himself because that's the only way you're going to win if you try to get cute with it hide him on the bench for a minute or two here you try to well we're just you know we'll put Mo Bamba in or whoever you know Wendy and Gabriel whoever it might be just buy me a minute or two here or there you could end up losing a game and losing a series there's no good answer to this the reason or one of the many reasons that that 14-0 run started was because they're gas this is the end of the fourth quarter if they had gotten rest at all maybe that 14-0 run wouldn't have happened if if ad had had a little bit of rest in the third a little bit of rest in the fourth or if darvin had put him pulled him out a little bit in that 14-0 run and put him back in i think that there's no no one solution to this but it's really really costly down the line i I think the i tell you what have been costly more costly would have been you played the way you played yesterday. You had the free throw differential. You had the points and the pain all. advantage. You <laughs> made them all. That AD had to play 44. He had this excellent game that you got your three guards giving you close to 50 points going at the other guards of the Warriors, and you are down 0-1. So I, I think the Warriors are one can of I, the few can I, can teams. Can I just stop you right there real quick? Yeah. Because I, I love what you're saying. It would have been demoralizing. Yeah, absolutely. By the way, they were – two or three missed free throws out of 26 away, mm-hmm. or Jordan Poole from making one more shot from exactly what you're describing yeah. happened. This was not a, ah, we're good. It was a razor's margin that they won that game by. And they played great. Mm-hmm. I'm taking nothing away from anybody, but it was cl- everything that needed to break their way kind of did, and they won by a handful of points. It was a razor's margin. And if there's one thing that the Warriors do – in a blink of an eye, that run happened. Yeah. Right? And that's not uncommon of the Golden State Warriors to do that. If another team, um, I don't know, pick any team you want in the NBA that doesn't shoot threes the way you do, that doesn't have that many weapons, you'd be like, what the hell? How did that run happen? For the Warriors, it's like, nah, just another day in the office. They could go on a 14 to nothing run. That happens, and that will happen again against the Golden State Warriors, but they had just enough cushion to hold on. It's kind of funny. The, the weirdest – I thought there was such a weird stretch here. Golden State goes on the 14 nothing run, and Lakers look – they look gassed. They look flustered. It's like, what are they going to do here at the end? The game got tied. Usually if a team comes all the way back and actually ties the game, that momentum it's carries like a horse over. Race, right? Yeah. Once that one that's trailing gets yeah. up in front, it it's usually stays up Especially in front. Especially at home. usually stays up front. And there was a possession. It was such a weird, and it's not something that we've seen D'Angelo Russell really do. D'Lo got the ball around the free throw line. Mm-hmm. He's got a bigger guy, a Wiggins, on him. Almost posts him up, puts him a move, and kind of a weird, he kind of does this with a, his body kind of flails a, a little shot. bit. Hits a two. A big shot. 
that kind of was the game. Yeah. They still had their chances, the Warriors did, but if that shot doesn't go in and now Golden State actually goes up by two, maybe they don't they don't win that game. It, it's it's a really fascinating series, and I, I don't feel any differently about the series than I did before last night's game. I thought it's going to go seven games, and it's going to come down to some free throws. It's going to come down to make or miss in big moments, and it's going to come down to the very best players who's just a little bit better than the other very best player. Last night it was the Lakers. All of those things. Their very best guy was better than the other team's very best guy. AD was better than Steph last night. Not by a, by, by a ton, but by enough. They made all their free throws. They shot 86% from the free throws and took nearly 30 of them. The other team, they missed. When, when the game was hanging in the balance, they missed. That this is what it's going to be for the next six games. I really, truly believe it. The, the part that we haven't spent a ton of time talking about today is LeBron. Mm-hmm. LeBron, the the Lakers, he, he impacted the game in a bunch of different ways. His stat line at the end of the night was okay. He looked, of all of the guys last night, he was the one that looked most affected by the fatigue. He was the one that looked a little flat. That's coming off three days rest. It, it, it is. That mm-hmm. possession towards the end of the game where he just dribbled it out at the top of the three-point line and took up a bad three. And it, I mean, he's, he's shooting 18% in the playoffs from behind the three-point line. How worried of, about him are you? Because... I'm having a hard time turning the page on not just saying, look, it's LeBron James. When it's when he has to have it, he's going to have it. Just because I've seen it for 20 years, his performance has been inconsistent, and that's not something we've talked a lot about with him at any point in his career or really even talked a lot about through the first round and change of the playoffs. I, I think it's fair to say that we're at the stage here. Lakers did not make the playoffs last year, so we didn't have to run into this. The year before that, Anthony Davis gets injured in the first round against the Phoenix Suns. The series was over. This is the first time where the stakes are where they are, that you're actually in the playoffs, and Bron can't be your best player, right? This is, And I really believe that because they're in the Orlando bubble and Bron wins finals MVP. Since then, the Lakers have had injuries to Anthony Davis, did not make the playoffs, and now here we are in round two. You, you said something, and I think this most Laker fans would agree with this. If AD is not the best player for the Lakers They're in, deep trouble. in these playoffs, it's going to be really difficult to win four games yeah. against the Warriors or the Nuggets or whatever the whoever case is. Whoever you play from forward, here on out. Right? Whoever you play. I think what we saw yesterday from Braun, and I think what we saw in round one from Braun, that's kind of Braun now, where LeBron's going to have moments. LeBron's going to have – I don't think LeBron's going to have a – 38 8 and 8 like he used to have all right i don't he might listen if there's that, one guy yeah, who can do thing. it I'm like no he might okay <laughs> he maybe, might maybe he can but yesterday's a good example he had 22 points he took 24 yeah, shots no, it was not a great to get there but he still got 11 rebounds for you he still got three block shots for you the four assists nothing crazy there but you, if you were a warrior fan wouldn't you be terrified every time he has the ball in his hands yeah I would, and I think that's and, if, for, and I think if he's taking a jumper, you're living with it. But yes. I, I think that the the Bron that we're accustomed to, I said this a little bit earlier, and I thought it was interesting. Draymond Green says on his pod yesterday, "I've never seen LeBron like this, where basically he's off ball, not on ball. That's not LeBron James." Okay, so we talked about the AD needs to be like this if they're going to win the series. Can they win the series if LeBron is still like this and being off the ball and not being ball dominant like he's been for most of his career? That's coming up next. Plus, Julio, eh, everybody exhale. We're all good. Julio's fine. He seems like he's okay. Seems like like he's he's all right. That's coming up next. Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, 
Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So you're getting used to it, Al? You're getting used to just my incredibly sunny disposition, smile on my face, feeling good all day long, chatting Taylor up during the... I, yeah. I chatted him up as I was going to get my cup of coffee. What did you even say? I still don't know. I, I said... He looked at me and goes, <laughs> what? Started walking. What? What? <laughs> Quit talking to me, man. <laughs> I said to him, I said, I keep expecting for you to chat me up to kind of, you know, let's get into this a little bit. And he, We didn't what? all take whatever medicine you took, Trav. I don't know what it is. It's called a positive attitude, I'm going to end, up, I'm gonna end up calling Trav later tonight and say, hey, man, a lot of things I want to get off my chest. And you're going to say, I'm here for you, Al. Al whatever you voicemail. need, buddy. Whatever you need. <laughs> well, we'll no, see. No, it's gonna be, I'm going to be 30 seconds in. You're like, Al, I got to go, bro. This is getting... Stop opening up. <laughs> no, I'm okay with opening up. I'm all right. I'm, I'm great with it today. What? Hey, look at me. You all right? Feeling okay? I'm good. I just <laughs> you're throwing me off here. Glad, Emily. You all right? Doing amazing. Good, Taylor. You all right? Fantastic. Good. See, just checking in with my people, making sure everybody's feeling good about their day. That's what I'm become here for. like a uh, like a counselor. So, okay, you ready for one? You'd be really good at that. My, Michael was kind of stomping around the house the other day. I don't know what it was. Something was bothering him. And I said, hey, everything all right? And he goes, I'm fine. Why does everybody keep asking me that? That's well, a good you, you know, the only thing that you would you, you, why is everybody always asking me if I'm okay? And I said, well, it's mostly because of reactions like this. Yeah. And he goes, okay, that's fair. <laughs> like, it was one of those, even he realized that his response to just a pretty innocuous, hey, you know, you look like you may be not having the best day in the world, everything okay? Boom. It's like, that, that, those are always why. like, those are always signs that maybe something's, something's it, wrong. It, it, 17, boy, a lot, lot going on in the world. Could have been one of those things. So just like to make sure that we're all having those people. You can check in with all of us on Friday, Cinco de Mayo. You can meet us in the OC. ESPN LA has taken over Salita Tacos and Margaritas in Anaheim for a Cinco de Mayo fiesta. We're giving away tickets to the Angels that night. We're giving away Mandy Awards tickets, Salita gift cards, and more, starting with our show at 10 a.m. Me and Slee, Mason and Ireland, Sedano and Cap, we're all going to be there. The entire 710 crew at Anaheim's hottest new restaurant, Salita. Salita, tacos, and margaritas. Light the fire within and feed your soul. Thanks to our partners, Coors Light and Dos Hombres Mezcal. So you were talking about, I thought it was really interesting, about LeBron in that he's doing something that we've always, we've been talking about him doing this for really going back to his Miami days, but it's actually finally starting to happen. He's playing without the basketball in his hands far more frequently. Yeah, he's playing off the ball, and I think that's, look, it's part of, I think the Lakers' strategy. I think when Polenko went out, we are talking about Polenko a little bit earlier. Can you go get another playmaker? Okay, D'Angelo Russell's technically that. Austin Reeves was coming off the bench. Can Austin Reeves come into the starting lineup? There's another playmaker for you. Mm-hmm. It's not all on Braun the way it used to be. Braun used to just have shooters around him and a big and, and let me kind of orchestrate everything. He's at a stage in his career where – even Trav, if there are times where he's playing off ball, you know what he might be doing? Guys, I need a breather. I'm on the court, but I need to rest for a second. Um, and then there might be times where he's got the ball in his hands, but one of the one of the things I, I think I could take away from Braun is he's known as being a really good leader in the, in the game, right? He's known as setting everybody up. That's kind of been LeBron's game. He broke the scoring title. Still, it's crazy to me. He's top five in assists all time. So there's certain characteristics that come with his game. He's at a stage now where you can tell, D'Lo, I need you to go get a couple. Mm-hmm. Reeves, go screen and roll with Anthony Davis, and I'm going to be over here on the side. That's not a Bron that we're accustomed to. I guess the question that you were asking coming into the break was, um, can they win four games, at least in this series, with him being like that? Because if they are going to do it, well, AD's got to be the best player on both sides of the floor. AD's got to be delivering night in and night out. Mm-hmm. Bron's still going to get 20 or 25 and maybe 30. I don't think that's out of the ordinary. But they had 50 points from the backcourt yesterday, 48 points from the backcourt. Are you going to get that in game two? Probably not. Is Dennis Schroeder going to give you 19 again? Yeah. Probably not, Probably right? not. So the question's going to be, is that a sustainable strategy? I just don't know if you can have him be inconsistent. He can. I, I, there's no question in my mind he can still be really good when he has to be really. We saw it in. I'm getting my games confused. Game 
four, right? Where he closed he, the tough, tough shot driving yeah, over in, Tillman and the, Jaron Jackson. And then he does it to Dylan Brooks at the end with the and one, the, the whole thing. Like he can still do it. The game winning play, which, which should have been the game winning play, where he drives in the play and kicks it to uh, Schroeder, knocks down the shot. We know how that one ended with the foul and everything else. But it was an offensive the, foul. <laughs> there were, there were still, there's still moments where he can take over. But it's not what you just described. It's not that, listen, I'm going to have the ball up top and I'm just going to orchestrate the entire thing, right? I'm going to be the person that gets everything else in motion. I'm going to drive. I'm going to kick. I'm going to finish. I'm going to pull up. That Everything starts with him virtually every single time down the court. Those other guys have played incredibly well last night. They played pretty well in the postseason co- collectively. But if the Lakers are going to win a championship, isn't he going to have to be more of the old LeBron, right? Because to your point, this is a Warriors team that played well last night. Warriors can play better than they played last night. I don't know how much better the Lakers can be than they were last night. They knocked down all their free throws. They got stops when they sure. – Lakers were really, really yeah. good last night. And we talked about it. He LeBron said it. The Warriors are going to take advantage of your mistakes. The Lakers didn't make a ton of mistakes last mm-hmm. night, and they won by a handful of points. It was a the, – the, the, Warriors had a chance to tie the game on what was essentially the last possession of the night. LeBron has to be better. Not, not I'm not questioning can he. I know that he can, but if you're be more efficient, if you're getting a bunch of yeah. nights where he's taking 24 shots to score 25 points, and you're getting some more of those possessions like the end of the game where he's just dribbling down the clock and taking kind of a fire in a three. three mm-hmm. That's not a winning recipe four times in seven games, almost despite what Anthony Davis does, because Anthony Davis gave you an A++++, and they only won by a handful of points. So what if Braun can do this? I think last game, I think last night is a good example. That's not a game you're going to look at and say, remember when Braun on a Tuesday night in game one took over against the Warriors? He didn't do that. Right. But let's say Braun can do, can Braun have a game three, it's at Crypto, where he's got a good night, mm-hmm. an efficient night. He plays solid basketball. He's 9 of 15 from the field. I'm just throwing out numbers, right? 27.7 rebounds, 7 assists. I don't think it's crazy for Braun not to have a night. I just don't think he could do it every night. So I think that they stole game one with Braun playing. Does he have to do it every I mean, maybe not every night, but frequently? Th- this, is, th- this is the way that I would describe it. If Braun has a bad night and... D'Angelo and Dennis Schroeder and Rui Hachimura and Austin Reeves, all these guys are not good. Let's just say they're they're the average ver they're they're just they're not good, they're not bad, they're just exactly what they typically are. Nothing better than it's worse. not good enough. Then they're in trouble. Then it's not good enough. So I think and, and yesterday you had players that exceeded their expectations. Or I don't think D'Angelo exceeded his expectations. D'Angelo had what he should have had yesterday. That's when they brought him in. That's what he's supposed to be. But he hasn't always been that. He doesn't have to be 31 points. 19 and 6 is a nice number for D'Angelo Russell. But Schroeder excelled his expectations. Anthony Davis played better than I think most people thought too. Let's try a call here. Let's go to uh, Taylor's neck of the woods. Let's go to Torrance and Eric. Eric, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Hey, guys, what's up, Travis? You know what? I'm going to tell you right now, I think less is more. I, you know, I was one of those guys who always was down on LeBron because of the fact that I felt like he always thought he had to be the hero, you know, saving the games and the whole deal. In this instance, I think that what LeBron is doing, regardless of his shooting stats, I think adds more value to the team because now there's balanced scoring. I think the players play with more intensity, more defense, and it just brings the most out of everybody. When he's more ball-dominant or he's – overshadowing everybody and he's having a great night, I personally think that works against the team and more in favor of the opponent. You know, in this case here, I, I truly think that regardless of Braun scoring, if he's playing downhill, he's getting to the basket, layups, and, and t- doing the easy things and helping put, get putbacks and re- rebounding, the Lakers will go far. They, they could possibly win this whole thing. Regardless of that, I think the role players, I think we're going to get consistent play. Reeves, I've been high on Reeves from day one when he was just a rookie with the Lakers. That dude, if he continues to play like he's playing and Russell shows up for the guy that we've been wanting, I don't think the Lakers have a problem from this point forward. Thanks for the call, Chris. There's a lot of good stuff in there. So role players are role players because they don't do what he just said. 
right? Role players are typically not consistent. That's what makes them role players. Otherwise, they'd be stars, right? Stars are the guys that just kind of give you that line over and over mm-hmm. and over again. So to say that you're going to get the same thing from Hachimura and Schroeder and Reeves and D'Angelo, and, and D'Angelo's better than a role player. Yeah, he's but in between. You, Vanderbilt, you're going to get some fluctuation in there. That's what makes them guys like that. The league's full of them. There's only 15 or 20 stars along the way. I agree with what he's saying, Slee, but there's a question. And what I agree with is the Lakers are better when LeBron doesn't have to be ball dominant and do all the things that have made LeBron James LeBron James for the last 20 years. I agree. They're better when he doesn't have to do that. But are the Lakers doing that by design or out of necessity that that's the question out of by design it's like hey look let's pick lebron some spots over here he's not shooting the ball well we need to get him some rest and anthony davis is able to do this and these other guys are doing it. this is by design or hey man i'm just out of gas I, and, and there's no other choice we have to do this because i can't do it as often as i want as opposed to i choose not to do it can those I are t- very different things can i tell you what i feel i think it's by design I really I hope do. So. I feel like it's by design. I'll give you some examples. Yesterday in the third quarter, it was by design that D'Lo was, you could tell the team was like, go. And D'Angelo was kind of getting his rhythm. They had to actually, they had to make a substitution. They had to put Gary Payton, bring Gary Payton in. Hey, you got to guard D'Angelo Russell. Which now takes away a little bit of an offense for for them. But you could tell Austin Reeves has, has had moments in the playoffs where it's like, Reeves, Go. I do feel like there's a little bit of design to it. I love how comfortable everybody looked last night. Like, yeah. like right on down the line. Jared Vanderbilt, Austin Reeves, Dennis Schroeder, D'Angelo Russell. There there, there wasn't anybody that's like, oh, that's Clay and Steph and Draymond. That's Steve Kerr. We're in their building. There's a lot of pressure. And guys guys tighten up in that situation yeah. all the time. They really do. Doesn't, doesn't that start at the top where it's – and I say the top. I'm really talking about LeBron. Mm-hmm that LeBron kind of sets that tone of, guys, we're good. When your best player, one of the greatest players to ever do it, can set this, let's use Memphis as an example. Did the Grizzlies ever have that person and say, guys, no. chill, relax, we got this, I've been through this, follow my lead, this, that. This is all Bron has done. And I do feel there is a little bit of, hey, Bron and AD are on our team. All we have to do is follow them, listen to them. They've done it before. Look how many rings Bron has. And I, th- I really do feel like that trickles down. It helps, but it's still the first. It, you, you can tell me, hey, listen, this is going to be fine. I've jumped out of this plane 10,000 times. I've landed safely 10,000 times. You're good, man. I was in the Green Berets for 10 years. I'm a Navy SEAL. I know how to do this. Yeah, but I've never jumped out of a plane. I'm going to be terrified. Okay, right? I mean, you can tell me. You can you can do all of these things, but yeah. when I got to throw my ass over that ledge out of the plane, I'm scared to death, and they didn't look scared to death. No, they They didn't. looked like they were comfortable. They looked like they were ready that, that's, to go. That's actually a good observation. It's actually a really, really good sign for what you hope for they sure. not just look like, but what you're hoping that inside how they feel it's like all right everything's calm cool and collective another good sign julio rios looked like himself last night talk a little dodger baseball on the other side that's coming up it's travis lee 710 espn now let's talk about the play of the week the pressure to follow up hypnotic and cognac weighing heavy on the team hypnotic was in the cup blue and ready for the play and boom añejo tequila came in with a smooth assist to hypnotic's tropical fruit finish shaken strained It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Seriously? You should start whistling. <laughs> this I is... want you, when you go to the parking garage after our show's done at 112, uh-huh. I just want to hear you whistling the whole way. See you, Trav, and you're like... Terrible at whistling. I wish I could. Maybe I'll just I'll just snap and, 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 and yeah. hum, right? Skip. On. 
top of the world looking down on creation. I'd love to see you skip to your car. <laughs> You're I zen. Can, just I can like skip a, pretty good. Don Draper, the end of Mad Men. You're just zen, staring off into the distance, thinking about Coca-Cola commercials. That was a good ending to another classic TV show. Yeah, it's a, it's a multifaceted ending, yeah. and I think it's obviously... Each character ends on its different plane, but I liked his ending. I like Peggy's ending. Did so. you like Peggy's ending? Yeah, it felt I very ending. sudden. I I don't know. I I like. Were her Peggy's and Stan ending. in love the whole time? I don't know, dude. I need to rewatch it. I haven't watched it in a while. I need. I need to, I'm not as uh, up to date as you are. Taylor, love Peggy loves Stan, but I don't know. Are we talking about Succession again? No, Mad oh. Men. I just okay. want Peggy to be happy <laughs> and in a in a good relationship. I like Peggy I too. About. I like Peggy too. Peggy got a bad deal. <laughs> See, I'm in a good mood, Taylor. You don't need to drown me out with the carpenter. <laughs> We're all in a good mood. That's why I'm playing it here. See, I, yeah. am I kind of the facilitator? Kind of rubbing off on am me. Am I just kind of a little good mood for uh, you? Screw so you and guys. You get a good mood, and you get a good mood. I'm like <laughs> Oprah. What if I just all of a sudden started to become super negative? I think something was going on in just your life. churns. That's not your deal. That's not your deal at all. Um, Julio looked like the number one guy again. He looked mm. like one of the best pitchers in baseball. He looked like a guy that's going to go get a truckload of money when it comes time for him to become a free agent. Seven innings, one hit, struck out 10 guys, only gave up one run. Trey Turner was the only he hit a home run, solo home run, and he looked like himself all over again. And it's just the Dodgers are slowly starting to kind of look not like they've looked because they don't have the same sort of team, but they're winning games again. They've won five in a row. Yeah, they look good, and and it's not even Julio. What I love too, it's it's against Philly, so Schwarber's in the lineup. Obviously, Trey Turner's in the lineup. Bryce Harper comes back yep. uh, yesterday. Um, They're a good team. They they it's a it's a it's a real roster. <laughs> yeah. So uh, some of his movement on some of those pitches, he, he had ten strikeouts and making guys look like absolute fools. Again, good major league baseball players. Um, there, there. Listen, I know there's 162 games, and there's going to be nights where, and I, th- I think you do the best job of this, where you're like, all right, everybody, calm down, relax. It's only a couple game losing streak. It's only a couple game winning streak. But I, I, I give them some credit here. They've put up in the two games against Philadelphia, they put up already 26 runs. Um, Julio looked great yesterday. They have Kershaw was amazing in his last start. I think there is. Uh, I think there's a little bit of momentum right now going for the Dodgers. It's the first time that it's not the first time they've been up in the division, but that there's a little bit of a cushion where it's not Arizona by half a game or Dodgers by half a game or it's one game separating all three teams. Won five in a row. It's a nice little stretch here for them. They've won five in a row because they've pitched well and they're getting hits from guys that aren't just at the very top of the lineup. Will Smith coming back, just Changes. the way that he extends yeah. it. Everything, and, and and he's hot, which, mm-hmm. you know, you're going to have hot weeks, you're going to have cold weeks, months, and but – he just, he's another guy you have to be careful when you pitch to him. Miguel Vargas is starting to look like that guy. Four that, hits yesterday. Four hits yesterday. And everybody's saying, this guy's hit everywhere he's ever been. This is the first time it's been a bit of a struggle. Took him a month and, and change to kind of figure it out, but he's looking like a guy that can hit. Outman doesn't seem to be too far over his skis. He's not white Great hot play like he center was. center yesterday, he's just, too. He's just good a on really, the defensive just side. Just a really good player. And you're going to get another dose of what makes them them. This afternoon, Dodgers play this afternoon at at one fifteen or one ten or whatever it is. Gavin Stone is going to make his major league debut. The Dodgers, Gavin Stone is one of those guys that you talk to people. It's like, no, no, this guy's the real deal. He's mm. wildly competitive. He's got great stuff. He's he's very smart. He's competitive. All of this stuff. He's their second best pitching project behind Bobby Miller, who has not pitched in the big leagues yet. Uh, they've also got Michael Grove, who has pitched in the big leagues and has had some success. They've also got Ryan Pepia, who has pitched in the big leagues and has success. That's not Bueller or Urias or Kershaw or May or Gonsolin. They have 10 guys Jesus. that have options, and that's why when it comes time to Max Scherzer, no, we're not going to pay you $40 million at 40 We're not going to do that because the odds of one of these guys being really good is almost a lock. The odds of two of these guys being really good, yeah, maybe. Three of them, not out of the realm of one of these guys will turn out to be not much, right? Mm-hmm. That's just the law of the way it goes. But you can hang your hat on one of these guys turning out to a very good pitcher. You're going to see the next guy in the chain pitch today. He might get bombed out. He might throw a two-hitter. I have no idea what it's sure, going to be. Sure. 
but it's another guy that you can throw out there that you don't have to go spend all that money on one of those players that's a little past his prime or going to be past his prime. So when it is time to go, we'll give it to Shohei. We'll give it to, to Mookie. We'll give it to Freddie. We'll give it to the guys that we choose to give it to. We don't have to give it to a 40-year-old Justin Verlander because we don't have a better option. So I, I got a question, and I think this is more, what's that balance of short-term and long-term? Because... You're right. For all we know, Gavin Stone in the next couple of years, we're going to say, "Man, this guy's real deal. He's he's one of the best and uh, that's come up through the Dodgers yep. farm system." Or, hey, he, remember Gavin Stone? Yeah. Whatever happened to him? Yeah, that's possible that. too. I mean, I remember who was it? Josiah Gray that they traded sure. in part of the Scherzer and mm-hmm. the uh, Trey Turner deal. Um, but the question I got it when I say, "What's that balance?" You are a franchise that yes, you're worried about five years from now, but you're also trying to win today mm-hmm. what is that balance of saying you like you just it. like you just mentioned there's so many of these different you got so many of these pitchers that could be something in the next couple of years but at the same time are you a this is a bad example are you a Verlander away or a Scherzer away from actually winning this year in the World Series? The, the, that's the difference. So they'll get a Scherzer or a Verlander on a short term. They're not going to sign those guys to a long term. They're going to roll with these guys because these guys are the better way to get more looks at it for a longer period of time. And if I do need to go into the pool and, and get rid of one of them for, for a, a month or two to go get a Scherzer, we can do it. What they're not going to do is, hey, listen, you know, we need to think about this again. We got knocked out in the first round by the Padres. I know Justin Verlander's 40, and I know he's going to get $40 million a year. We need to do it, and we got to give him three years. They're not doing that and one. And that's not the best, because I, I agree with you. The, the Verlander Scherzer are bad examples, because they are at the end of their career. And those are Cohen type of deals of the Mets saying, we'll just go get these guys, and money is not an issue. Even though it's not, you can't look at it and say, that's smart money being spent. But I, I, and maybe there's a different pitcher out there. Maybe that's somebody else that we're talking about. And I only yeah. bring it up because they are also in a, did you win or did you not? For sure they are. And because they're in that position, there's what is that balance of saying, no, we got we to gotta go get a guy right now? I, I think the best thing you can say about them this year and what you can say about this organ is the, the ultimate compliment, which I'm about to give them, is only offset by the fact that well, you mentioned it yesterday. They have one World Series championship in 10 years, and it feels like they should have more, right? Maybe not six more, but more than what they have. They're doing the thing that is virtually impossible. They're rebuilding on the flight. The rebuild, it's happening in front of your face. And they're in first place. <laughs> and they're, they have they have a real chance to go to the World Series. Mm. They have a real chance to win the d- division. And they are retooling this team right in front of you right now. Miguel Vargas plays every night. James Outman plays every night. You're going to get Gavin Stone and Pepio and Bush. Michael Bush is one of these guys. Yeah, sure, Kershaw's still here and Mookie and Freddie are still here. But it's happening in front of your eyes, and they're still the best team in their division. That's impossible to do. There should come a point where Major League Baseball says you're running your team too well. <laughs> Honestly, what are the rules? not that that would ever happen, but what if in this 10-year run they did cash in four World Series? Then it would be one of these, hey, what? how do you beat these guys? Other than just, eh, Ish gets random sometimes. Maybe we'll catch them on one of those well, weeks where they're not playing very there, well. There is a little bit, the way you just kind of described it. If there was a hole for the Dodgers, it's supposed to be this year. This year is supposed to be yep. their they're rebuilding, right? They're, they are. There are players that they didn't resign. There's guys that they lost. There's um, You're bringing youngsters they up, and aggressive. you're not sure what these guys are going to do. They didn't go out and spend money, and they're still sitting in first. <laughs> and they're throwing out another pitcher that might be in an all-star game in a year or two, or... Maybe sooner. By the way, this whole day game thing screws me up because I like to, watch I, it I like to steal Dodger Stadium exit, get <laughs> off the freeway and get on. There's cones. Yeah, there's, you're going to be. There's people out there di- directing me where to go. Could, day, could today be a nap day for you? I know you had a long, you had a late night last night. I, I told you this, so I'm not speaking out of school. You yeah. came in, you looked a little tired this morning. You look fine tired. now. You've kind yeah, of come around tired. the corner. Yeah. You get, maybe today you, you know, I'm going to watch the Dodge game. You turn it on. The next thing you know, you look around and it's like, wait, where did that hour go? Okay. I'm going to tell you, I don't think there will be. Okay. I think I'm going to power through, get to about 10 o'clock and then good night. Do you have everybody. any responsibilities tonight? No. Um, no, once I'm done, I know my girl wants to go on a walk, hike, mm-hmm. and after that, eh, there's no responsibilities. Eat food and watch sports. A couple beers maybe on the couch, feet up, shoes off. 
Doesn't sound so it's bad. It's not a bad idea. <laughs> it's not a bad idea. I, I, that wasn't initially in the sleep. game plan. Now I'm might be in the game I'm plan. here to just make sure everybody has a good time every single day of their entire Maybe life. Maybe we can make this, some margaritas. This, I'm in like a margarita. Sure. Got a great recipe. Or just get them out of the bottle. Whatever whatever you want. I like the recipe. If you I had like some it, ranch water I yesterday, and that was those, really nice. Those are good. Yeah. Those are good. Don't sleep how on about the ranch when water. We, how about when we were telling Parker at BJ's when he went to the corner to go get his beer? That we said, just keep pouring those <laughs> over Gross. for her drink. That, <laughs> that. I heard uh, DeAndre telling Tommy in the kitchen, he's like, "Yeah." And then we knocked down this shot, we tied it up, and he thought it was he thought we were behind <laughs> and had to foul, and he fouled him. And all I heard was it went from "Yeah, oh no," he was telling it all over again, making Parker relive that. J.R. Parker. There's probably That's no funny. there's probably nobody in the building that doesn't uh, that doesn't know the story by now. Hang in there, Parker. I got your back. Don't foul next time. The dump coming up next is Travis Lee, 710 ESP. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. See, I'm giving you cocktail recipes during the break. Like yeah. I'm just walking around, just feeling good. I'm ready Lakers for Friday. Play now like too. that more often. All right, so Thursday, eh, they'll have a dog fight on Thursday. They, that's they fine. had a dog fight last night. Yeah, that's fine. They had a, I don't. You, you said something earlier. I don't like the Lakers steal game one. No, they didn't. They won game one. The Lakers yeah. won game one. The Warriors nearly stole it back. Yep. But the Lakers won. They game deserve one to win. Yesterday. That's literally how I started the post game show. I know they could have lost that game, but they deserve to win yesterday. All right, this is something that has not worked for me yet, despite all of the different celebrities. They've had Phil Mickelson, they've had Tom Brady, they've had Charles Barkley, they've had all these Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau, the match, right? That made-for-TV oh, yeah, yeah, golf yeah. event. Mm-hmm. This time it's going to be two Chiefs against two Warriors, Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey against Steph Curry and Klay Thompson, the Chiefs versus the Warriors. And here's the dirty little secret that no one wants to sell out. Steph Curry is a really good amateur golfer. And he's 10 billion light years away from being good enough to watch on t- on TV. They're just pro golf is pro golf, and everything else is amateurs, and it does not translate. This is the way I watch the match. When I'm scrolling through Twitter, <laughs> someone will have clipped an 8-second, 10-second, 12-second, and I'll consume that much of it. Whatever it was, somebody said something funny, somebody had a good shot, somebody had a bad shot. I'm like, yeah. that was cool, and then I continue scroll- scrolling through. That's probably the best That's way to do the, it. Right? When, when, I, when it's on whatever day, let's say it's on a Saturday, mm-hmm. and I said when I watch the weekend, you used to say, Trav, do you remember back on April 3rd or May 3rd when we were talking about this and I told you how to watch it on Twitter? Just give me that reminder because this does not sound like something I need to see. Done. Chris Paul is expected to be reevaluated in a week. He went uh, undergo. He underwent an MRI on his groin yesterday, uh, but he's going to be out for at least a week, which means he can miss games three, four, and five in this series. Which means he's going to miss the series, probably. Right, unless Kevin Durant and Devin Booker can go, you know, to a whole nother level. Yeah. Which I guess, if you're saying, I gotta have it, Booker and Durant. At least it's those two it's, guys. It's yeah, those two guys, but. Getting hurt once is bad luck. Getting hurt twice is really bad luck. What if you get hurt at the end of every season in these series? Is it just bad luck, or is there something else going on? Because he's been hurt in the most important time of a playoff series Yeah, I know. a whole bunch of times. I know. It makes me think of, remember, Game 7, Rockets. Sure. And the Warriors. This is the KD year. Yep. Uh, and they Chris Paul couldn't the play. Ropes. They had him on the ropes. I think that was the, the game. They he missed, got hurt like, in Game they, he got six, game in right? six. I okay. think he got hurt in six. Okay. I believe. And then they went, I think they missed 25 or 26 straight threes in game seven. They lost. The Chris Paul thing, you know, it, it is, it's unfortunate. I, I, 
in a sense, you just you always want the best players out there. You want the guys that are going to impact the game. You know, he's still owed, partially guaranteed. He's 37 now. This should make you appreciate Braun even more when we talk <laughs> right. about it. He's 37 now. Partially owed a contract with the Suns in, in next season. Partially owned the following year. Partially of his $30 million each year. I don't know what that exact total is, but I, I wonder if there's a way to move on from the Chris Paul so you can just get some depth on that team. They, they need depth like crazy. And it, guys like LeBron, Tom Brady, uh, Tiger Woods, like there, there's, there's, the, Tiger may not be the best example. Those are not the guys that set like what everyone else can do. Quarterbacks don't play till they're 45 years old. LeBron James isn't in his 20th year doing what, well, Chris Paul is only a little bit younger than, no, 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 no. You're supposed to be about near the end at about year 12 or 13. That's yeah. kind of normal. And if you're a freak, then you get to 14 or 15. 20 for LeBron, for, for Tom Brady, the Chris Paul thing is far more normal, only that Chris Paul seems to get hurt at the end of every playoff series. I was looking at, and I just wanted to look it up for a quick second, oldest players in the NBA right now, Udonis Haslam okay. never sees the floor. Right. Right? Andre Iguodala. Doesn't play very often. Dev, and he's out right now with an injury. Um, and Braun. Yeah. They're, those are your players. And he's... And, and a vitally important player on a team that has championship aspirations. So that gives you an idea. A little bit different. Congratulations to Joel Embiid, MVP. That makes five years in a row that a foreign-born player has won MVP for Embiid, two for Jokic, two for Giannis. I got. To, I asked Emily, do you mm. remember the last American-born player to win an MVP? When I tell you, you're like, oh, yeah, sure. I couldn't pull it off the top of my head. You want to give it a shot? Um, Steph? Nope. That's what I was my guess. KD? Steph. Nope. Yeah, it's too far for Harden. KD. Harden. Mm. Yeah, Harden was the last American MVP in 2018. And at, at the time, you're like, well, sure, it's James. And now it's like, well, yeah, James Harden. But that MVP. seems like a long, long time ago. It, it's cool for Embiid. I, I know, it, you know some people look at the MVP and they just say simply, um, eh, who cares? Individual it's a traveling trophy. It's a traveling trophy. But Joel Embiid was actively, had said it for a long time, I'd like to win MVP. He got his one. He, like you guys, you'd like to. Win we'd the like Mandy to win award. a Mandy's, but we have not and, got our one. And you haven't gotten it yet. But, but, I, this but we haven't been year. actively campaigning yet either. When do we start our campaigns? It's a good question. Right Nobody's now. really have been. You, have you been yet. campaigning at all? Not really. Yeah. No. Have I, I haven't really. I. It, you know what's weird is it feels embarrassing to try to win yourself, right? <laughs> yeah. There is some uh, to that. Um, it's like you want to be, you know, you want humility, but. You? I do <laughs> I do want to win show of the year again. Of course you do. I want to repeat a show of the year. The rest of the stuff, host of the year, personality, all that stuff, that's secondary. I'm not I am not about me. I am about the I like show. That. There he is. There you, he is. So you had me read a Crash Davis scene yesterday, which yes. didn't go particularly great for me. It but wasn't, it wasn't the worst it, it was, thing. It, I've heard. It, it also wasn't the best thing you've ever heard. My my, my best work is still in front of me. To yes, be sure. as as John would say. But like when when Crash is giving Nuke the the lesson on how to speak, I'm just happy to be here. I just want to help yeah. the team. That's kind of our angle, Slee, for the uh, for the Mandy's. We're just happy to be here. We want to help the team. We just want to be on the winning team. So whether Emily wins for producer of the year. Taylor wins for producer of the year. Anything else, I'm going to take some ownership in being on the winning team, right. even if it's not. Sure. Both teams play hard, my man. Right? What was that? I don't know. What uh, was that? Some, some... Oh, it's Rasheed Wallace. Oh, it's Rasheed. Rasheed Wallace, yeah. No, I don't, don't lie. I, I would own it. Now, the only awards that mean anything to me are the ones that in, win. Individual <laughs> awards, yeah. <laughs> Those they're, are the only win. ones. Exactly. Don't win them. Like, they don't matter. Pickleball trophies, for instance. Yeah. Right? yeah. We got something. Yeah. We got something along. You guys got Rob Palenka coming up today. Yes, That's we exciting. do. That's yeah. exciting. Yeah, he's just going to hang out. It's just casual. Yeah. Yep. Not going to, I mean. It's not even, not even going to talk basketball, right? No, we'll just, talk basketball. We're going to talk about other stuff. Yeah. No, it's going to be loose, casual. I have a question for you for him, which we'll do oh, Okay. Good. of Super Cross Talk. So you guys have uh, Laker General Manager Rob Plink at 115? Yeah, one yeah. Hey, Rob is going to hang out at 115 with us. That's yeah. good. So here, here's what I would like to know from Rob. Okay. Is there a better compliment that anyone can receive than, you know, you look a lot like Rob Lowe? Mm. You know, Rob Lowe was at the game last night. Yeah, you know, John, you, you were uh, not watching on TV, but they had a split screen of Rob and uh, Rob mm -hmm. yes. side to side. 
uh, side by side, and there's that striking resemblance with, with the casting that we were that you guys were doing recently. You're getting some Larry the Cable guys and all that. Like that's that can be hurtful, but sure. Hey, you know you look a lot like Rob I hope, Lowe. I hope Larry the Cable guy was not hurtful. <laughs> Get her done. I mean, it's, I've heard better compliments yeah. than, than yeah, that no. one. Oh, I think you should run with that. He's a big guy. star. He's a big star. Really, yeah, he's all right. Yeah. Really weird show today. Trav yeah. came in. I'm in a great mood today. Guys. Whistling, really? uh, just everything he was talking about was positive. He said he has nothing to complain about. Talked about how much he loves Alex Vezia. I mean, he just he kept going. It, oh, it's yeah. a it's a kind of a really weird predicament. Everything he put a lot broke of us right. In yeah, last night. it was a good night all the way it around. It was a great night. Although all the by way the time around. you actually switch over to the Dodgers, they're over. Well, I had a little split screen thing going yeah, on, did so you? I had the Lakers. Well, with not the... if Travis slows it down to the slowest That's game true. possibly imaginable. If you know, Trav gets his way, the games will end at midnight. <laughs> Still doesn't sure. like it. Sure, whatever you guys. Boy, say. now his face got really red. He looks pissed <laughs> yeah. off. Yeah, the only guy no. in America who wants to extend the. You, you guys can't ruin my good mood today. Today is all good. But I had I had them both on last night. Julio was great, but the Lakers just everything that you hoped you were going to see from them in a tough series. You got to see last night. They knocked down their free throws. They made good coaching decisions. That Anthony Davis was transcendent. That you got incredible contributions from guys off the bench. You got good defensive contributions. From Everything that you really wanted to see, it was right there last night. And, and, and they needed it all. I mean, that was an incredibly tough game. So why wouldn't I be in a great mood? I'll tell you what, guys. That is one of the five top games I've ever called. Mm. Uh, Brian Windhorst said this morning, that there has never been a game like that in the 76-year history of the NBA playoffs. One team, the Lakers, completely dominated the inside. The other team, the Warriors, completely dominated the outside. Get a load of this. The Warriors scored 45 more points than the Lakers from beyond the arc. Mm-hmm. 45. Sure. Golden State was 21 of 53. Lakers were 6 of 25. Teams that had made 15 or more threes in their opponent had won 96% of their games in the regular season in the playoffs before last night. Golden State was 13-0 and all time when they were plus 15 or better in made threes. And like you said, Trav, the Lakers just did something I've never seen before in my 20-plus years of doing this. They just pounded the rim relentlessly. The free throws were completely lopsided. They outscored them 25-5 to five at the free throw line, and they bombed them points in the paint. Mm-hmm. And, and they got away with it. Normally, if you're minus 45 from beyond the arc, that's an automatic loss. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, I was going to say, by the way. It was one of the coolest way, games I've ever seen. I, I was going to say, I, all those same numbers. I had all those same numbers ready to go. <laughs> but he said it before yeah, you I did. Yeah, he said it. I was like, me too. Yeah, yeah, me too. Me too. Ditto. So respectful Ditto. to let him. Oh, I just wanted. Yeah, exactly. I, I wanted. So, so which of those two things, like you said, John, Lakers dominate the paint. Lakers dominate the free throw disparity. But Golden State's just not only taking a million threes, but they shot 40% from behind the line last night. And the game was incredibly close. It went down to the last couple of possessions. Which of those two is more repeatable? That the Warriors can continue to shoot like that or that the Lakers can, can contribute to dominate the inside like that? During the regular season, the Lakers shot more free throws than any team in the NBA. And the Warriors were dead last. So that played out last night. I think that's a thing. I think the Lakers are going to go to, because the Lakers just pound the rim. Made 86% of their free throws, too. Yeah, so I think the free throw disparity will continue. I don't know if uh, if they're going to shoot 53 threes. I, I, that's a lot. That, that seems, let them shoot le- that seems less repeatable than Anthony Davis dominating at the rim. Right, and I don't think Anthony Davis is going to play 44 minutes on uh, Thursday like he did last night, but I thought the Lakers were really smart. They knew they had an extra couple days rest. The last time the Lakers played was Friday. I said this, Mace, to you yesterday. I thought it was critical that the Lakers got game one because that was the one game where they were rested and the Warriors were not. Can you imagine when the Warriors made that 14-0 run they lost. at the end of the game, oh. if they would have caught the Lakers and beat them? Oh, I think the narrative today would be war- oh, people saying Warriors in five. That'd be a meltdown. It would be, right. It's like you lost twice, right? Yeah. You lost the game and you spent all of that energy you, along the way. And but they broke your the, spirit. Trav, go to the last 90 seconds. The Lakers went on a 5-0 run mm-hmm. with the game. Once it got tied, 
the Lakers went on a 5-0 run in the last 90 seconds, and three of those five points came at the free throw line where the Lakers just lived. Mm-hmm. They were, I mean, they just kept getting to the line. And frankly, guys, there were three or four things they didn't call. There could have even been more free throws. The Lakers just, they realized that Kavon Looney and Draymond Green were not going to be able to stop them. They weren't big enough to stop AD. So they just said, we're going to attack the rim. So and the, it worked. The AD game last night was – it's the best game I've seen him play in years, right? It might, be, it might be the best game any Laker has played in years, Trav. The last yeah. time a Laker went 30-20 in a playoff game was Shaq in 2004. He's taking all my good numbers. <laughs> all my good numbers he's taking right now. So, look, we, we know Anthony Davis is capable of this, but we also know that the, the, the rub with AD is that a great game is often followed by something that is far from a great game. I don't – everything that put me in such a good mood, everything that was so good last night, they only won the game by a handful of points. Sure. Mm-hmm. That they you know why? Ha- Give the it to Warriors me. The Warriors are really, really good. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. That, that That's exactly what I'm getting at, which is the the Lakers are going to have to be that good three more times to win this series. Right. And, and that's the part that I'm not sure if they can or not because that's as good as I've seen AD play in forever, and that's the best Laker team performance I've seen in months, if not seasons. Can I give you the counter? Sure. If you're the Warriors, you think, okay, we, we had a chance to tie it. Jordan Paul, everybody's giving Jordan Poole crap for that shot he took at the end. I, I've seen him make that shot. Yeah, I've seen for sure. Yeah, that, yeah, that shot. Could, I had zero issue with that shot. Yeah. Um, I, I actually – had an issue with the shot. I okay. thought I thought it was an unbelievably deep three, uh, and and too deep. He could have made up some space. Yeah, there. he definitely could have moved in. Um, but Trav, here's the counter. LeBron wasn't LeBron. Yeah, he was nine of twenty four. You know that's not a typical LeBron game. If LeBron fires tomorrow night, and the Lakers steal both games up here. I'm not going to say the series is over. Oh, it's over. But, man, would that well. be. No, because the Warriors. If you, if you lose the first two games at home, I, I just think that's I, that, that n- gets nine, really Nine out of ten times, Mace, but the Warriors are not every other team. Yeah, and, and by the way, guys, the Warriors have won a road game in the playoffs 28 series in a row. Hmm. No team's ever done it. 20, including the last series, they won twice in Sacramento. Well, Steve Kerr still has never lost a series to a Western Conference opponent, right? right? Oh, this series is far from over. But if you're oh, a Laker yeah. fan you did, and you invested three hours in that game last night, boy, did you get your money's worth. Oh, it, it was it, – you tell me what it was like in the building, John. I was telling Slee this, Mace, that that game had finals energy. Didn't have a second-round feel it, to it. It, it, had yeah. fi- it had game one second round, mm-hmm. right? This wasn't even like game seven, you get to the – this had finals energy from it on TV. And, and it, I don't know if it's just because of Steph and LeBron. I don't know if it's the Warriors and Lakers, all of the above. But that game felt wildly important for the first game of a seven-game series. I thought of a small thing that nobody's talking about is I love that Darvin Ham called timeout when they fell behind 10-2. to yeah. A yeah. lot of times Phil Jackson wouldn't. He would he would let, let him figure team, it out. Yeah, play through it. Um, but when they got behind ten to two and Steph hit a three, Clay or uh, Clay hit a three, uh Wiggins hit a three, they and I thought the wheels could come off here. The Warriors do this to a lot of teams. And I think Darwin called timeout and went, Look, Anthony if I don't know if you guys noticed this, during that ten to two run, Anthony Davis never touched the ball. Hmm. He didn't touch the ball one time in the first four minutes. And I think Darvin said, look, guys, throw the ball to Anthony Davis. And right out of the timeout, they ran a pick and roll to AD. He laid it in, and they were off and running. So but, did you go out and ce- celebrate last night? Because, Ireland, you said you were going to buy a drink for anybody that walked up and said, hey, John right. Ireland, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I, got, we won. It, I want a drink. Yeah, it, it, it kind of got short-circuited. So by the time we got back here, right. um, I went to the bar, and the bartender goes, last call. Oh. Because it was like midnight. And I said, last call, we just got here. And so I bought it for drinks for a couple of people that were in the bar. But um, but if yeah, I'll, I'll do it again tonight. If anybody finds me up here. San well, Francisco has a midnight last call? Yeah, that's this, weird. This hotel does. Oh, okay. By the time we got back here, um, and it's got a huge bar. And we, th- we had so many people in the bar, we thought that they would leave it open. We actually conned the guy into. This was a weird thing. He, he kept saying. It's last call, so I can't make any cocktails. But if you want something straight on the rocks, I'll give it to you. Mm, what's the difference? That's what I said. But I just took it. I said, "Give me Maker's Mark on the rocks. Let's go." And yeah, the orange juice. It's you can't. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, hey, I don't. What do you think no, we're running here? Exactly. <laughs> Sour mix? Hell no. Now, Mace, you mentioned yesterday. Yes. That you had 
you were doing it in Crosstown with Sedano and Cap. Right. You said you had your keys. Yeah, I had my keys to the game. And then I, you we said did you seven, had, seven right, keys. Right, they but, had five. We had seven. And then, what are you, to, a janitor? Seven yeah, today, keys. We had seven keys. Yeah. Today, you were going to do 11 keys. We have four more keys <laughs> today. <laughs> right. That's right. So we have a total of 11 keys. Yep. Seven yesterday, four today, yep. and the afternoon show only has five keys. <laughs> See, that's what you get from Mason in Ireland. <laughs> You're gonna get one of those eleven keys. Okay, to we, the we, we thought. We th- I thought about you today because we didn't ask Trav, and Trav's obviously going to get questions about food and Costco oh, yeah, sure. and everything else. Tacos. One of the questions that came up was what he would order at the Costco food court. Okay. Now, because you do not have a Costco membership, I can't get a membership, and they have will never not let me in. and have never walked into a Costco, never been there. So, does that mean you've never? Gone to the Costco food court? You don't need to be a member to go into the food court. You really don't? No. No. So you've never had their their all-beef hot dog? No, never. A buck and a half, quarter pound dog and a drink. How much does it cost to get a membership? I I want to be a- 50 a year? 75? Yeah, something like that. And what's the vetting process like? Are they like checking your references? You got to be able to fog a mirror. Is that it? (laughs) Fog fog a mirror. (laughs) If you can spell your name on the application, (laughs) you're in. And how much does it cost to get a membership? I think 50, 75. So it's a little bit like Amazon Prime, right? The first time you buy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't need gigantic things. I don't need... They have less gigantic things. Yeah. I don't want to say they have individual portions. You and Juan should go get a less. chicken bake in the food court. A chicken bake? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I hell, I'll try it. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. All right, you guys got Rob Polinka coming yes, up we in do. just a little bit. Enjoy that. Can't wait to listen to it. Super Crosstalk, powered by In-N-Out Burger.